will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Everything that they keep doing is like the the little girl in, or I don't want to call her a little girl. The right, the, the right. thug the thug knife wielding um, maniac in uh, Ohio that, that right. was attempting to stab the other girl that the officer shot. Right, right. You know they're they're twisting that so many ways. Of course. To make it to justify her, she should have been allowed to stab the other girl. Right. She should have right. been allowed to you know. But even the ACLU, where, where they posted on their Twitter, the system that allowed George Floyd to be murdered remains fully intact. Moments after right. we celebrated a win for police accountability in Minneapolis, yeah. news broke that Columbus police murdered a 15-year-old black girl. Um, well, well, let me throw this in as well. Um, let me and and uh, you know, let's let me use my favorite uh, uh, my favorite reverend. Mr. Reverend Al Sharpton, okay? Now, if there wasn't somebody beating the drum for racism, would he get paid? Uh, No, I mean, yeah. Uh, Exactly. So what they do, and and, and you're going to find this, (laughs) you know, like crazy. I mean, everything could go their way, and because it's going their way, they're going to start seeing, you know, uh uh-oh, I'm not needed here. I'm not needed there. You know, uh, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so, uh, uh, so what you're doing is you're taking their livelihood away. Where would BLM, where would, you know, that, that, uh, uh, house buying million dollar house buying fool be if it wasn't for that, uh, uh, you know, race baiting lying organization, you know? Well, if, so if you look, if you look back in the seventies, when, when Dr. King was doing his marches and everything like that and saying well, that, that he wanted people to be judged by their character and not the color of their skin, which I wholeheartedly exactly. believe in, you yeah, can be I any did. color and be a butthole. Uh, right. My prediction is we started, we started moving closer him. as a country, yeah. you know, blacks and whites and Mexicans and, right. and Oriental people. We all started coming together as a country. And so, to these people, like you said, like these Sharpens and Jacksons and stuff like that, who oh, yeah. were basically quickly becoming irrelevant and weren't getting the money that they were used to getting, you know, to come out and do their protesting and whatever. All of a sudden, hey, we've got to change what we consider the definition of racism so that we can, you know, we can push this some more. Well, so it's not for only- these type of people, it's never going to be enough and it's never going to be right. Because, right. as you said, Don, as long if, if I actually, if they actually get everything totally equal, they'll never want that because then that takes away basically their party. It's already a hundred percent equal. Everybody yeah. has the same equal opportunity. 
We're yeah. never, we're never going to have. That's equal why they're outcome. changing the. That's why they're changing the what they consider to be the definition. Right. They, of they don't want because equality. it is equal. They want equity. Exactly. And that's never, ever, ever going to happen. Well, and also, hey, Randy. Also, too, the uh, the difference between the the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. days and now is you still had a sense of focus on the family, and you still, mm-hmm. right. they, you know, yes. and especially, and especially oh. in the black community, they had a moral compass. Yes. Now, those are the ones that most definitely, you know, were treated bad and were treated and, were, you know, people were racist against them. Right. You mm-hmm. know? I will that absolutely agree with that. You know, and I have no problem with admitting that. What I have a problem with is the fact that, hey, number one, I wasn't born. Number two, I never took part in anything like that. Number three, I grew up poor, and more so than most, coming out of, uh, you know, government housing. You know, and I never done anything, you know, to create that mess. So I owe no one. But that's why I I, I view BLM and that movement, as far as the organization now, that is the beginning and push of a new religion. Well, exactly is what it is. They, we have our martyrs now. We have exactly. a few of them, yeah. and and they're attributing us original sin, right? Not of ourselves, mm. but something that we're born well, with. You know, you just said you've just said something, Dave. That has uh, I, I, I like I like to I used to listen to a whole lot of and watch a whole lot of History Channel when they actually did historic documentaries and not right. crap like Swamp People and all this other <laughs> stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 But you just you just said something that they've set up their religion, yeah. and if you and I, I know this is going to sound stupid, and everybody goes back to the Nazis, but that's the same thing that Hitler did, right? No, it's exactly you know, what he did. Because they had people that went out and died, and they was like, yeah. oh, they died, and their blood's on this flag that they have. You know? right. And so that, you know, there's their martyrs, and here's their flag. Yep. You know, same thing. Guys, I'm, I'm telling you both, Dave and Randy both, read the book Hitler's Crosses. And uh, I'm telling you, it is it is on point. And the last two chapters, you know, yeah. and 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 I read this book, you know, two years ago. And the last two chapters describe the United States now. Hmm. You know, uh, and guys, too. One of the huge, you know, we st- we started seeing a uh, a sway. With number one in 2013, okay, the Michael Brown incident when they created that lion uh, 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 narrative. Up, yeah, when they created the lion narrative, you know, and if you'll remember, that's what birthed this BLM stuff, right? You know, and, and so, but that incident was gaslit because you had a president and the administration throwing fuel on the fire and saying, and the president of the United States coming out and saying that uh, uh, law enforcement was an inherently racist group. Right. Now, and you know, the irony behind that is, and what nobody wants to talk about is, uh, at the time that, uh, that criminal Eric Holder, who was the attorney general, 
and a race baiter and a, and a liar. He sent DOJ in to investigate all these departments, and especially there in Ferguson, Missouri. But yet, did you ever hear about what they found and, and, and how these racists were were put to, you know, uh, uh, the uh, justice. Did you, did you ever hear about what happened? Exactly, you didn't. No. <laughs> Do you know why? You never heard? Because they found nothing. Right. You know, they found, just like with anything else, when they start talking about re- police reform, well, they don't understand the concept of policing, much less reforming it. Right. And so what they do is they go in and they look for, uh, like, for instance, if you go in and, and you looked under my statistics, and I'll tell you that's like our last podcast, if you look at the statistics, none of my stats be it tickets, arrests, or whatever, will will support a narrative of racism. Right. There's no way. And because the numbers can't support it, that's when you've got to make it up. That's why you right. never see that's why you'll never see the numbers being put on any of these out, news uh, outlets. They don't put it up. Well, that's you know? why it just comes down to a denial of truth again. They, they don't need the facts. Exactly. They can just exactly. say it and it exists. Exactly. And, and you know, just like, just like, uh, how many times, how many times has CNN, just CNN alone, been right. called either prepping somebody or, the, the, the individual that was interviewing wasn't even there, they were paid. Right. Or they were prepping and, and done something with the scene. I can look a certain way. Yeah, how many times have they been caught doing that? Yeah. And, and I heard so, the 13 year old boy that died uh, here recently in the middle yeah, of the night exactly. when he should have been home. I heard yeah. that one of the news outlets actually cropped the gun out of the footage. Yeah, they took they cropped to make it, it out of the like, footage to make it look he was like unarmed. a police officer was killing a totally unarmed kid. The yeah. NBC on the Today Show when they showed the girl getting shot yesterday, the stabby the, the one, stabby girl. They cut it right as she starts running at the other girl, uh, and they cut it. Hand. Right. They cut it right before you can see the knife in her hand. And then they went to a still photo of after the fact and just played the audio of the gunshots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And their their reasoning is we don't want to show her actually being shot. And, right. But you're right. completely well, changing the story because they didn't yeah. mention the knife. Right. So, so exactly. They, they, Guys, have either one of y'all paid any attention to uh, the Project Veritas videos last, yeah, yeah, last week? Yeah, I okay. watched all those. Okay. We played a little of it that on last week's it. podcast, I think. I mean, that, that explains, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't fit their narrative. And, and the narrative that they want, and see, this is a sad thing. They don't care how much they destroy the country so no. long as they get ratings because ratings equals money. I do have one clip with Chris Cuomo and uh, Don Lemon, the two most hated people, in my opinion, at CNN. Um, their view, though, <clears throat> what they had to say about this girl, the stabbing one. Yeah. I was actually a little shocked that they. Oh, here, I'll just play it. All right. And it's a hard one. I do not know how to explain this to people in a way that doesn't make somebody very angry. Well, 
Yes, and we're dealing with a lot of emotion right now, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment. And I think that is, um, um, it's real, and you have to take that. That part has to be taken in, into account. There's a lot of anguish. Uh, people are very emotional right now, but we've got to be fair about what happens when police arrive at scenes. It is tragic that it's a 16-year-old girl, just as it is tragic that it's a 13-year-old in Chicago. Um, when police are chasing people, they don't know how old they are. And they don't run and say, hey, how old are you? Oh, I'm 13. You know, my mom let me, you don't know that. Or I'm 16. When they roll up on a scene, they see people tussling around. Someone has a knife. And their job is to protect and serve every life on that scene. And if they see someone who is in the process of taking a life, what is that decision? What decision do they have to make? And I know that people say, well, you know, you could do this, you could do that. Tasers don't work the way guns work. Not at that, not at that distance. Not at that distance. And And not with that amount of time. Yeah, right. Tasers, then they don't always connect. So you've got to get, you know, two prongs or what have you, and it's got to connect or whatever. But I, 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 I see it. If the woman in the pink was my sister, niece, wife, whatever, I, you have to make a decision. Is one life on that scene more valuable than another? And Dave, let me ask you what they know. Um, without, without being exposed like they were last week, yeah. do you think that dialogue would have happened? Probably not. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, you know. that was my very first thought, because that is probably the first time Don Lemon has ever uttered any word that I almost agree with. Right, right. Um, that was even, I was getting know, ready to say, that's probably the most balanced thing I've ever heard him say. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then here's Absolutely. something else. And if he actually does feel that way, then why doesn't he have the girl that was about to get stabbed and her parents on his show? You know why? Because more than likely, they'd be like, well, thank God for that officer. They saved my daughter's life. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, but I, he ain't going to do that. I so, don't know the full details of her. Um, I think she was part of that foster family. I think that they yeah. were the ones fighting. The one yeah. locked the other out of the house, and I think it turned yep. into a yep. My yeah, melee. Yeah. Um, and the, obviously, the parents that were standing there, the dad, the foster father, whatever he was, he's the one that tried to kick the other girl. Or kick the other girl right. in the head. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but th- neither one of them, even the fact that when the when she got shot and she's on the ground and they start tending to her, neither one yeah. of them even attempted to go over near her. It's, I mean, right. you wouldn't be able to hold me back. Right, right. Um, if know, that was well, my child. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, true. You know that. Like I said, they well, the were viewing it as, oh, no, we're not going to get that $350 next month. You know, and, and they probably know how violent she was to begin with. Yeah. So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, she'd been but, in that situation for a while. They probably did. Watching know, another. You know. And you know what? Getting back, though, um, real quick, and, and I don't want to linger on this either, but um, getting back to how they doctor things. Yeah. Do you remember? When when all that happened with the uh, uh, the Ferguson deal, and they had that girl on there that was, uh, oh, you know, she's calling for peace when she was saying, "Don't burn, you know, this and don't oh, yeah, steal yeah. it." 
Yeah, but they didn't show the whole video. Right. Do you remember it? Yeah. Because she was telling them after that, go out to the suburbs and burn their, you know, stuff and right. steal their stuff. You know, and so mm-hmm. that's and, and and that's just you know that's where we're at. And what's unfortunate, you know, Randy, it, it, you know, if social media would have been, if the technology in in uh, Martin Luther King's day would have been. I mean, think about the the positive effect that that guy could have had on on so many lives, you know. But well, shoot, yeah, with with the power of social media, if he'd had that back today, yeah, yeah, it would have been it would have been huge. I mean, there, you know, but you know what though? You know what's sad? What's sad now is the quote unquote leadership. You know, uh, uh, they they absolutely don't have anything to do with the principles that Martin Luther King uh, started and said that's what needs to happen. I mean, they, think about it. You know, uh, the Marxists that, that, you know, one of the head honchos there at BLM, won't, you think she'll say anything even close to what, you know, Dr. King said? Absolutely not. No. Because it's not their philosophy. It's not what, what I don't want. understand is how the political party that started the Klan, the Democrats, right. they started the Klan. It was their strong arm. They used the Klan to go around and kill black people in the South and Republicans, right. whether they right. were white right. or black or whatever they were. And right. the political party that put Jim Crow into place. Right. I mean, they're pushing this stuff and they're saying, oh, Jim Crow was evil and everything like that. So, okay, yeah. So, and, and that was brought about by Democrats. And if it was evil, why are you a Democrat? Because they're, they're because they're still doing the exact same thing. They've just they're renamed, just being sneakier about it. They've renamed Jim Crow, and now right. instead of using the Klan, they use the media. Exactly. It's a hey, different world. There you go. We yeah. have to we have to have uh, different but, methods. But they're using yeah. the same yeah. tactics, right? And they still well, want uh, violence, violence, and intimidation. And that's that's what has always worked, right? And all of it is just for their own personal power. That's all. Of it. Yes, I mean, it that's it. I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you a prime example. I'll give you a prime example. One of the things that I learned in a third world country is that you ha- there's no middle. It's the haves and the have-nots. Okay, and I don't, you know, in the, in the third world countries that I've been to, that's exactly what it is. It's the haves and the have-nots, and the ones that have will do any and everything they can to make sure that they keep and increase, and they don't care who they push down. Okay, right. to make sure that they are still, they have their power, their money, and so on and so forth. Now, I want you to consider this. Okay, uh, that chick at BLM. Okay, the Marxist who says she's a trained Marxist. Okay, the one about uh, the million dollar yeah. houses. Yes, yes. Okay, now think about and this. She, she, she bought them in white neighborhoods too. Like yeah. I, I hate oh, white, yeah. but I'm going to go live with him because I don't want to live in the hood with brothers. I'm sorry, that was insane. But <laughs> well, I mean, it's just. But the thing about it is, though, the well, thing about it is, a million dollar she house is, in the hood. Right. Well, think about it. Okay. They called her out because her there's no way with what she has put on paper. Okay, that 
her quote unquote income can support those purchases. Right. Okay. She's come out and said, no, this is not, has nothing to do with the, you know, because BLM got $90 million. Okay. Yeah. And so, now, she can't, I mean, you know, the numbers don't lie. She doesn't have enough income for that outgo. But she's saying that, um, she didn't use any of that money. Now, when she's called out on it, you know, what is her recourse? Is it, okay, no, I can prove this. I can, no. Uh, everything that they're saying is because of racist. Okay. That. Yes. You know, scream that and beat that drum. Okay. And, and that's what, you know, that's your shield. But it, at the same time, let me ask you something. Is any of these people that she says that she's in Apple and trying to protect benefiting from anything that she's doing. I mean, the, uh, uh, the George Floyd family, the mother has already said they're a fraud. Did you see that? Yeah. They're so, what? So she called, she called BLM a fraud. Yeah. Cause they, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they haven't helped them. In, probably, in, but enough. probably, yeah, that's it. It's it. She's sitting there probably thinking, you know, BLM didn't come around and give me any money. Well, that's true, and they haven't. But what I'm saying no. is, think about the think about the mentality and the philosophy. You have the haves and the have-nots, and the ones that get don't want to give, right. and they want to make sure that they keep it. So here you are, same thing with a Jesse Jackson and an Al Sharpton, okay, making money off the backs of their own because of this, you know, because of the race baby, okay, and making money off of these people. But do you think they care one bit, really, about Michael Brown? Oh, do you no. think Al Sharpton cares one thing about Michael Brown or George Floyd? Absolutely not. Do you think Jesse Jackson would have invited George Floyd for Thanksgiving dinner? Never. <laughs> no. No. But they Never, especially, if, especially if he knew him oh, the way we all know him background, What his background was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. With the drug dealing and all that other stuff and breaking into people's houses and, and holding the gun on a pregnant woman, he would never right. have had that man in his house. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, and guys, and Dave, this is another good one. This is just another good analogy. Okay. Yeah. They had uh, engineers go out to this village on the outskirts of Kabul, Afghanistan. Okay. Now you've got the city of Kabul. All right. You've got outskirts in these villages and these villages, literally, that's what they look like. It looks like something out of a movie, you know, I mean, dirt floor kind of, you know, uh, you know, I mean, just crazy, honestly. Yeah. And so this little village <laughs> had never had, uh, now th this happened when I was there in 2010 and 2011, they'd never had electricity. Okay. And so, okay, of course, naturally, they've never had, you know, any type of plumbing. But so they go out, these engineers go out, and they set up, and they got a generators and all this stuff, and they set up lighting in all these little places out in this village, okay? Yeah. And so now, the only way that I can describe the Iraqis and, and, and the Afghanis and so on and so forth, it's, it's tribal. Yeah. It's like our American Indians, okay? And so when they went out there and put all that stuff up, every home had this, every home had that, so on and so forth. When they left and came back to check on it, 
the chieftain, the head honcho of that village, okay, who was, you know, he's their elder, so on and so forth. Everybody's electricity got cut off but him because he's the head man and he's the one that's in charge and he's the only one that should benefit from electricity. Now, that is the same mindset that these people have, and everyone else is so blind because they're filled with rage and hate that they will listen to them. You know, but it's it's just like with that it's just like with that Stephen. If you don't think that Al Sharpton wouldn't cut your power off, if you know with him getting a step ahead, then you're nuts. And that's with his own community. I'm not talking about white people. He would do that on the backs of black people. Right. Getting back, you know, with the trial and with what went on. Okay, um, there was no way that this trial was uh, fair, or was it just? Okay, there's no way that that uh, you know the skills of justice. There's no way that that lady was blindfolded for that trial. No, there are a lot of just thumbs like, on that was, scale. Right, and it was just like you and Randy were saying. Okay, you had politicians, you had uh, uh, you know entertainment and athletes and everybody else talking about it, and then the you know the night before the verdict. You had a, you know, a 30-some-year politician. If it's not the verdict that we like, not just if it's not, you know, not even if it's a guilty, but if it's not a guilty with what we think, um, we need to to be in the streets and we need to become more confrontational. confrontational. When you hear Congresswoman say that, when you hear the President of the United States uh, 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 mumble, I just pray that they make the right decision. Right. Okay. Did have you ever heard of any president ever, other than Obama, come out and try to you know come out with something over a trial? No. You know, I mean, for the love of God, uh, Bill Clinton was in office when when they beat the crap out of Rodney King, and he never said a word. No, you'd, you think, you'd think that, that you would be for the system working and you, you would hope and pray for the, you know, that justice is done right. on however the system plays it out. See, right. that, that was one of the things I kind of had against with the, the, the girl that got shot for the stabbing was right. that, in my opinion, because it was barely an hour that the police was releasing the body cam footage. Exactly. Well, they and, knew what was coming. Right. And to me, that's that's just another step of bowing to the mob that they should have. Well, we're going to do the system. Here's the protocols we have. Here is how we do it. Right. But right. then it would have ended up. The, this morning, I actually saying. thought some people might or more people right. or fewer but, people but would defend him. Right. Um, but, uh, well, you hear what, uh, LeBron James, he actually on his twi- Twitter feed posted, I think that police officer's picture and said, yeah. and put a post on that picture saying you're next. Yeah. 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 Now, so I, you have, you have a police officer show up at a violent scene and save right. someone's life, but because the black, this black girl lost her life, even though he was probably right. saving another black girl, girl's life. 
because you did that and you're white, you're right. next. Right. Well, but I, now I, I don't, I, but th- that doesn't, I would take it as standards. He, I was taking it and, more as the, uh, the, the chauvin thing. You're next, not, um, a yeah. violent thing because I mean, no, he has to, he has to accountability. Yeah. Um, yeah. at the moment I saw that, I was like, Oh, this isn't going to last. So I, of course I had to screen grab that so that I would have a oh, copy yeah. of that. Um, oh, yeah. and then he immediately deleted it, but right, right. Um, he did. But the fact that he put it out there, right. But he didn't, he didn't yeah. like def- I mean, he didn't say, Oh, I didn't know all the facts. I didn't do this. He, he removed it because of, he said yeah. it was, yeah. It was and then he tried to come back anger. with something. Right. Yeah. Here's 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 the thing with the justicism. When they went back in the past, whatever, whenever it was, when they went and they started looking at these individual people's histories about where they came from and what they've done, instead of looking at this particular issue, you know, this is this is what happened right here. Now, all the the tragedy and everything in this man's life may have or, or woman's life may have brought him to this point, may have not. You know, because right. when they started looking at all that stuff and taking that into consideration, instead of the facts of what actually happened at the scene that has this person now in front of a judge, right. that's when things started going wrong. Right. You well, know, so now Lady Liberty, or excuse me, the justice lady, she's no longer blind. She's got her one of one of her little, uh, you know, yeah, she's one of her eyes is open and she's yeah. looking back and seeing your past, looking into your past. It's like, oh, look, his guy grew up in poverty and he did this and he did that. And he was, oh, he was in so much trouble and blah, 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 blah. Let me play this. Let me play this quick. But the thing of it is, his his neighbor grew up right beside of him. And maybe he went on and did all the right things and didn't end up doing what this guy did. So it's not society's problem. Well, it is society's problem to a certain extent. In that the society ends up having to take care of him. But uh, it's not society. It's not society that caused the. It was the individual that committed the crime. Right. It wasn't society committing the crime. It was an individual. But here's my favorite person, Miss Nancy Pelosi. Oh my God! Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. For being there to call out to your mom. How how heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe, but because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous. They just can't find a good martyr. No. Yeah, no, they need to, but they can't. That's because the majority of the good people aren't out doing the kind of stupid crap (laughs) that he did. He didn't die for justice. He died because he was already a criminal and he was a drug dealer and a uh, trying to pass a counterfeit $20 bill. And when the police rolled up on the on scene, he probably took his whole stash and swallowed it thinking, well, they'll arrest me and take me straight to the hospital. Right. Which he, actually, okay. which he actually did like a month earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Got busted exactly. the same way. Took it all the same way and loved in the hospital the same way. The only difference the way, was they saved him then. Right. By the way, See, there, there, you you know, there you go. There you go. Do now, you know who now uh, he's got? He's got a, a mode of doing things, and he's probably thinking yeah. the exact same thing. They'll. I'll just take this. Do they'll you take know, me down guys, to the hospital. I'll be okay. 
Do you know who Mama or Ma Mama was? Oh, his girlfriend. He, yeah, that was his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What his mother? He's yeah, calling out to. That's who. That's what he called her. That's what he had her in his cell phone as. Well, guys, let me ask you this. Um, now, what, what I think, I think, Dave, I think you and Randy both know how I feel about the the trial. Yeah. I think that they, I think that they did something wrong, and I think they should be punished. I right. don't think it's to the degree that uh, Chauvin was given. I think that was that's that's a uh, token. Is what that is. Okay, right. and uh, also I will say this: if 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 it goes, you know. On appeal, and they handle it correctly. It should be deemed a mistrial, yeah. and they should, and another trial should be given. Now, the same, the same thing probably will come out. But the reason, what's unfortunate is, the reason that he was found guilty wasn't because he was guilty. It was because they didn't want riots. That's right. what it boils down to. And you can't convince me otherwise. You know, right. and that's what's unfortunate because you know now what what you have done is you uh, you've told part of society, yeah, if you if you if you raise pain, you'll get your way eventually, and then you've told another part of society, which is law enforcement, you know, hey, look, <laughs> you, you you you, it's better not to do anything. Right. Don't even get around it. You know, uh, don't don't you know, sit in your car, hide. Well, you know those kinds of things. Did you, know, you see that with uh, the the Brooklyn Center when uh, the shooting? <clears throat> what was his name? It was a couple ago. The one in the car that the woman shot with the uh, she thought she had the taser. Oh yes, yes, um, yes. The yeah. you know because when they asked the city manager when the media was talking to him, you know, asking yeah. him uh, if they if he supported terminating him, you know, and he said that. That, that they offer everybody was entitled to due process and that the system would work oh, out. Oh, yeah, they fired him. Then they fired yeah. him for it. Um, yeah. And the city mayor, the the mayor's the, office. Yeah, he's now. taking over. Yeah. And did you hear his here? Let me quick clip of him. Oh, I don't yeah, believe that officers need to necessarily uh, have weapons, uh, you know, uh, every time they, they're, they're making a, a traffic stop. Oh, my gosh. Uh, or, or engaged in uh, situations that don't necessarily call for uh, for weapons. So he thinks that yeah, police don't even yeah. need guns. Um, right, right. That you you I guess you leave them locked in the cruiser on certain right, situations. Right. Well, you know um, that's yeah, the, what should happen is uh, you should have a forethought that okay, this is when I need it and this is when I don't. Right, uh, and they've never, you know, they obviously have never seen that and uh, heard. Do uh, you know what the average distance is for a police shooting? By the way, do y'all know, Randy, Randy? Do you know? Not right off the top of my head. The the average, but it's, distance, it's close. I think it's like five meters or something like that. It's two feet. Two feet. Two feet. Twenty four inches. Now. Tell me, you know, uh, oh, time out, Mr. Bad Guy. Let me run back to my car and right. retrieve my weapon. You know what I'm saying? Well, did you see and, the so, first thing that they did when they, they took power and then, then they, they appointed? They they created a new traffic division. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's going to be without guns. Without gun, an unarmed traffic office that is uh-huh. going to handle all traffic stops. Yep, and one or two things are going to happen. Either number one, it will never come right. uh, into uh, uh, you know, it, it'll never get its feet off the ground, or they'll have something happen because I don't know if you've ever worked or seen. You know what kind of things can happen on traffic stops or, or crashes. Right. Uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, guys. Uh, you know what I used to say. I used to tell Gary, my older brother, uh, Dave. You remember Gary? Yeah. Uh, I said nobody because he's a preacher. Nobody wants a preacher or a policeman on the doorstep. Yep. Okay. Unless they needed you, and if they need you, you should have been there yesterday. Okay. When when you show up. But I don't care what kind of scene it is, okay? By your very presence, and and this is this is not being egotistical or anything else. The very presence of a police officer is a show of power. Bottom line, you know, yeah. uh, it's like you know I know a lot of you know uh, a lot of preachers that we know you know they don't have a get they don't have a get up. However, if you were to see a Catholic priest. You know, in, in, in the black with, with the, you know, the, the white collar. Okay. That is a show of religious authority. Bottom line. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, it just is what it is. And people either will be effective positively or negatively. Um, now, if you're raised in a society that, uh, uh, they look at priests and be like, well, I wonder how many little boys they've raped. Right. You know, I wonder how much money they've stolen today. Uh, I wonder how much uh, of, the, of the communion, I wonder if he's had enough communion that, you know, he can drive. Those kinds of things. If you're told that every single time that you see one of them or have an encounter uh, and from a child up, what do you think the level of respect or even understanding of the of the position is? Okay, all they see is a child molester drunk that takes your money. All right. Okay, so that's what they do to the police. From the time that these they're toddlers, they're taught that they're racist, they hate you, they're you know they're they're, they're killing us in thousands. I mean, you know, all this all this negative and unbacked statistics that you know these guys are bad and so when you show up on a track if you make a traffic stop you've got somebody in there that's 23 years old that's high and has been told for the last 20 years that they can remember or 19 that that's the enemy you're in trouble <laughs> you know i mean that's bottom line and, and you know guys and listen not even I'll take you away from, uh, uh, you know, the black on white stuff. Those those crazy uh, uh, non-government hate the government uh, white trash out there, you know, out west in Montana, Utah, or even the ones in Michigan and so on and so forth. Uh, those are uh, now those are the ones too that you got to understand. How many times or how many videos have you seen, like, for instance, where the father and son, when the officer walked up, they just started firing? Yeah. You know, uh, because that's the enemy. Any any type of government authority, especially military or the police, that's the enemy. 
you know, and that's what they've been taught. And that's what they've been told. And, you know, I mean, think about that. Think about if you were to, I mean, we all have kids. If we were to have told our children from the time that they could remember that that, that was bad, that was bad, that's bad, that's bad, that's horrible. That's it. They're not here to help you. They took your daddy or they took your brother. You know, that's all you know is that's the enemy. You know, and and see, and that's what these these morons in the media and in the politicians who all they want is ratings and power and so on and so forth. This is not you're dealing with lives here. This is not about, you know, uh, reelection or about, you know, you, you. You know, you went up on Fox News. You know, you, you had more viewers than Fox. This is about lives. And what they and what they do is they gaslight this stuff and, and they promote uh, uh, any type of uh, negative uh, uh, acts or words or anything else against the police. And and what they're telling everybody, you know, uh, just like the lies, you know, you got the guy with with uh, that on the uh, the place burning up behind him, and and well, these are mostly oh, yeah. peaceful protests, yeah. you know, you know. I mean, so what they've done is they've taken a whole narrative, okay? They've taken a whole narrative, and they turned it against, uh, uh, you know, the ones that <laughs> literally, guys. I'm telling you, literally, the only difference between uh, chaos. And and the and the average citizen is the police. I mean, because just imagine that they weren't there. Okay, that's when you know the law of nature will kick in. The biggest and the strongest will survive. You know, and so and it's only it's only the police and and you know the thought of going to jail or whatever else that prevents people from getting all their stuff taken from them. Right. You know, the Mad Max, so to speak. <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, it, it's crazy. I've heard but, some people on the conservative end of the spectrum actually saying that they felt as if uh, these police in these some of the larger cities where they're calling for the abolishment of the police should just take a day and go out on strike. Yeah, well, that's well, what Tim know, Pool and, keeps and, pushing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that's Who sad. Keeps pushing that Tim Pool. Tim Pool. Tim Pool. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. say a yeah. day though. He said they all should just quit and walk. He said right. his is, <clears throat> and, and looking at it from a democratic standpoint, okay, you live in a city that voted for these people. Right. The people are speaking representatively through these people. They right. don't want the police. We should eliminate right. the police, and, but I don't want it that way. So I'm leaving this city. But let right. them have it, because he right. said immediately the the people are going to realize the errors of their ways. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, uh, that happened, uh, you know, in that little, you know, uh, those those morons out in uh, what was it, Portland or yeah. Seattle? Seattle? Which one was it? Seattle. Jazz. With the yeah, yeah. First thing they did was they put barriers up, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know, they had rules, yeah. and uh, and and of course they had two. Uh, uh, black on black deaths that nobody reported. Yeah, yeah, they immediately did everything that they claimed, and the 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 one mo- one the one time when they had the big there was a big dumpster fire inside the right. the barricade area. They called the yeah, fire that, department. when they say call nine one one. Yeah, and the the <laughs> fire department they the fire department came in and put it out, but then yeah. they left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's unfortunate, Dave, and this is the honest to God truth. 
and you know, just get down to the, the, the nitty gritty of it. When I got sworn in, when I got hired and I got sworn in, uh, at no time did I ever, ever imagine, envision going out and picking on somebody or, or messing with somebody uh, either because of their uh, sexual orientation or uh, their, their color right. or their religious beliefs. You know, uh, I was one of those ideologues that they would call that, you know, I literally had no problem with putting myself between someone and danger or death to save them. And I'm not trying to blow myself up. I'm not trying to, right. you know, uh, uh, say that, you know, oh, look at me. What I am trying to say is that there are thousands like me, and they are the majority. Right. And, and, uh, and that's what's unfortunate is because what you've done is you've taken a group of people who had, had you know, and, and you know what? I even caught myself one time saying, man, Boy, did, did, was I naive going into that job? Amen. Well, you know what? I, I mean, I really was to a degree. You know, uh, it didn't take it didn't take uh, uh, too long. You know, to understand that. You know, it didn't take too many of them spitting on me or spitting at me. You know, to to, to make me understand that. You know, uh, I was a necessary evil. Right. You know. Um, but I would a, say a, that there are those in there. That are, I mean, I don't want to use the term bad apples and all of that, but there right. are, well, because there are. there's evil people in everything. The only yes. difference is the left is way better marketing at yes. taking those very um, few right. and far between opportunities. Minuscule right, opportunities. And, and, right. and promoting them through the roof. I right. heard, uh, you know, Officer Tatum, if you ever watch any of his stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he was talking about, you know, because all the body cam footage and after, mm -hmm. after the fact stuff is, right. uh, um, it's all, you can do a, a what's it called? The, the Freedom of Information Act. You can right. request that. He, yeah, had, yeah. he had talked about trying to produce some sort of a system that would use, let's say this officer saves this life or this officer right. something, all the really super positive things right? to where then you would get to the point if you could have departments actually submitting stuff right. to where you actually could... Do what the left is trying to do to the negative, but you're doing it to the exactly. positive. To the positive. Then, you know what, though, David, the, 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 the thing that I can see the fallacy in that is the fact that, you know, I think Don Henley said it best, you know, uh, that when he came up with the song Dirty Laundry. Right. You know, get the, get the widow on the set. Right. <laughs> you know, right. That's what it would turn you know, into. You know, and, and what, you know, but the thing, too, and what's unfortunate is that, uh, as humans, yeah, we'll we'll look at something that went right, but we are we are attracted and 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 uh, uh, you know and gravitate to what went wrong. You know, I don't know. People uh, love but, a good sobs happy ending story too, though. And I you agree, just have to be able to be a better storyteller right. with it. Now, but but you know as well as I do that you know uh, making sure that. Yeah, because look at all the romantic comedies. Right. Well, I mean, you know, 
that you can have you can have the police officer get out, you know, and, and block off traffic to uh, make sure an old woman gets across or or you know uh, a family of ducks or whatever. Okay, and then you know somebody else has got the crash where they you know slid in sideways and flipped. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which one are people going to want to watch? Yeah. And who? What are they going to watch? You know. Yeah. And so, uh, but the, but the deal is though. Um, is, is what they've done, you know, what they're doing. And it started, you know, that's what's sad is, you know, this just didn't start. This started, you know, when we had a, a president that actually came out and blasted the police and uh, openly blasted the police, openly said the police were racist, openly said that, you know, this has gone back for years and this is who they are and, and, right. and so on and so forth, which was a lie, you know. And, uh, and, 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 uh, you know, and the fault we're, that, uh, we're seeing the harvest of what yeah. President Obama planted he planted. president. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. Well, I think within just a few weeks of him being in office, there was a shooting in up north somewhere. And he came out before anybody knew anything about it and called the cops stupid for what had happened. Right. Uh, it wasn't a shooting. It wasn't a shooting. It was an interaction between the white police officer and the black professor and the black professor yes. was a jerk and That's, was in the wrong. And, and Obama made a quick decision and said something that he had to go yes. back and apologize. And even, uh, uh, called the guy down to have a beer with, which, you know, uh, I'm going to tell you flat out. I wouldn't, have I, you know, I wouldn't have drank anything with him, but you know, that's neither here nor there. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything about that, uh, you know, that Obama was black. It was the mere fact that I know, and you know as well as I do, guys, your first, their first thought, the first thing out of their mouth is what they think about you. Okay. And, and then they get caught when they say something that, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, that stupid whore that, that said, uh, uh, that shooting out West, you know, uh, Oh, automatically it was a white guy. Well, it was a black guy. Yeah. You know, and, and come out and with all this, that, and the other, well, you know, you know what they're thinking. You can't change it now. You know, and you know what Obama's thinking. Obama hated the military and the police. Did you know, and this is the truth that he did not ever want uh, uh, photo ops where there was people in either military or law enforcement uniforms in the frame. That's the truth. Yep. Um, all, and and uh, all the security most of the time, of course, Secret Service is always in, in, not in the uniform, but <clears throat> he didn't even want to be framed, you know, until it, it, you know, now if it was for an op-ed or something like that, it was a whole different ballgame, you know. But you're also talking about a guy that was president of the United States that wouldn't put his hand on his heart when the national anthem was played. So this all started, how things are handled now started in 2013 when he came out and vilified and demonized the police and said, everybody's racist. And he said, that idiot, uh, oh, Eric Holder was going to go. And they started investigating that department before they even knew what happened, you know, and and, uh, they investigated the department and found nothing, you know, and so... So that's you know, and that's what's unfortunate. Yeah. And why should why should the public safety be a, a political pawn? That's what cracks me up. That's what that's what irritates me to no end. That you know, uh, these people you know are out there to help you, protect you, and to, you know to make sure that you're safe. Yeah, you but know? the problem is the, the tr- ones who are making the decisions. Right. Are, are um have. 
our well-being, no one's well-being is is their main priority. I mean, it's just them maintaining their power. Exactly. I mean, we're just the, like we said earlier, we're just the ends to a mean, the means uh, to uh, an yeah. end. That, right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Well, and, so, you know, okay, now that we've, we've hashed all this stuff up, uh, and like I said, it, uh, it's hold a on means to an end. Hey, Randy, what did you, you read my long, post? What do you think? What do you what do you think the long game is? What the long game is? Yeah, what do you think the long game is? If there is not me personally, if there's not uh, if, if a uh, sense of urgency for a moral compass doesn't hit this country, uh, it's just going to deteriorate. To uh, you know, it's it, it's. I mean, I, and I think about this, and this is what's going to be crazy. It's going to deteriorate to either a Stalinish or a uh, Nazi uh, country. That's exactly what I mean. It's what's going on now. I mean, you well, can't I mean, tell okay, me. So <laughs> let's 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 just uh, let's just run some scenarios here. Let's say like the the, the police officers in a certain city go on strike for a day and then they come back and, and you continue to have these shootings and stuff like that. And they keep on calling for this defunding of the police. Well, see, uh, this is what's going to happen. When, Randy. When, when Democrats don't like local law. They don't like law enforcement period. No, we can see no, that right gonna, now. They're going to federalize they're gonna, they're, all of it. They're going to have a national police. There yes. you go. The, you'll That's have a it. national police that is just like, you know, with with uh, uh, China, and just like with Russia, or you know, the Soviet, old Soviet Union, or, or whatever. You know, you can't tell mm-hmm. me that the D, you can't tell me that the DOJ uh, under the Trump administration didn't run like a Gestapo. The, you, you, I mean, there's right. people, there's people that should be in prison. James Comey, Rod Rosenstein. Bruce Orr, uh, old Strzok, and and uh, the the horror attorney that he was banging, uh, you know Hillary Clinton, uh, her her uh, that attorney she had, uh, and then her aide Uba, you know Uba Wuba, whatever Abedin or whatever, you know those people should be in jail, every one of them, you know, Christopher uh, Steele should be in jail. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, James Clapper should be in jail. Brennan should be can, in jail. Eric, you know, I mean, Loretta I can hear, Lynch. It, I, can hear it, I can hear it now after like 9-11 when they were talking about putting the TSA together and everything like right. that. And they, they said they wanted to make them federal employees. And they're like, well, no, there's no reason to do that. And then all of a sudden the chant came out is you can't professionalize unless you federalize. Right. Right. So right. I think that there's, I think, their long game is that. But do, do you have, what it is? But they want to have not, a federal police department. But do you not that think that would be the best the way to have it if we were a, an actual well moral comp- country? What a federal a federal police department? Yeah. Absolutely not. If we and I, I, no because no, absolutely not. I, no, absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. And I'm going to tell you, too, Dave, think about this. I want you to think about this and think about it closely. Uh-huh. Any major case, any major case that has ever went on in the United States since the conception of the FBI, right. you tell me, tell me one that was handled properly or competently. Right, or but that's because they're morally that, corrupt. You know, right. 
No, you're not going to get. My point is that a one unified, um, consistent police force would do better than if you're in this county and I'm in this county and you do one thing one way that goes against. I mean, um, there's too much autonomy and too much possibility for a good old boy. Well, um, it, all that, all all that one that one uh, deal that you're talking about, Dave. All that does and all that will do is breed corruption. Yeah. Okay, but you'll have Just one absolute guy. Absolute power, cor- you know. Absolute, absolute. Yeah, corrupts, I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> because you'll have one guy that's ahead of them. Okay, there'll be one on the top. Always is one guy, and you've got that one guy. Think about this. Think about this. That one guy controls the law enforcement throughout this country. You think what they did to President Trump was bad. Holy crap. (laughs) You know, and you pissed them off. Think about that. (laughs) Well, then how how do we take... Um, because there, like I said, there's always room for improvement. Whether you want to use the word reform or uh, betterment or whatever, there's there's a, a a better way to do everything. Always, always, um, sure there is. And that's why, yeah. and and that's why law enforcement is. It, believe it or not, law enforcement is probably one of, if not the most innovative and changing uh, professions ever. Right. But when you, you have know, a governor. Or a mayor like the right. the Brooklyn Center area. Mm-hmm. When you've got people like that who are running mm-hmm. it, and the mm-hmm. people who are voting them in are too stupid to know any better. Well, see, this is what's going to happen. Okay, and I promise you this: this, uh, you know, that 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 responsibility will be. Uh, he'll, he'll get tired of it and get rid of that responsibility. Or, you know, because that guy's an idiot, uh, something will happen and you'll see him uh, being indicted. Right. And somebody will take his place, somebody who's just as crazy. Incompetent. Right. Because you're going to be dealing with thousands of them across the country. And you're still dealing with thousands of them across the country. Right. Ask ask Randy about, uh, you know, small town politics in Damascus and who makes the decisions and stuff like that. I mean, it's no different. You know what I'm saying? Dave? Right. But, the, but, the, but the thing about it is, is this, okay, uh, with all the, you know, the different agencies throughout. And, and if you had the one police department, now you're taken away from the states, right. you know, because the states, the states have the, the, the right to govern themselves and their standards and so on and so forth, uh, which, by the way, I'm, I'm proud to say that the Commonwealth of Virginia was always leading in, in uh, you know, law enforcement as far as education and training and so on. But, but, you know, so you can't have, you can't have, uh, I mean, think about, think, you know, in Germany, they had the, they had the national police and guess who was over it? You know? Right. (laughs) Well, my, my point though, wasn't the, the, the corruption of it. Mine was the, to me, it just logically seems like it makes more sense that if we had a perfect way to do it, well, see, if, if you could, one, you're never going to come up with a perfect way to do it. I think what you're saying is there human. would be a standard that would right. basically across the, the board. whole country. Right. Yeah. Standard across yeah. the board. However, a police officer in Virginia okay. is going to get trained the same way as a police officer over in, in Washington right. or Oregon right. or right. Montana right. or wherever. I get now, that. But, 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 but what if you treated it? 
what if you treated it like you know capitalism in general if like we talked before that if what if Brist, let's say bristol virginia decided we're going to have the best most honorable safest well-paid well-trained right. police force in the nation we're we're, right. we're going to figure out how financially we're going to how we're going right. to afford that and we're going to do right. this this and this and this then right. just through competition every yeah. officer in the the state is going to want to work and work for them right so right. which would bring everybody else around them up right or well, ideally, let me, sure. let me Dave, But here's the thing. This is here's the thing. You're never going. You're never going to find a. You're never going to find a seventy manager that's going to want to exactly. pay a police officer more than what he's making himself. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what I was going to say. Of course, now I mean, Randy went straight to the top. But what I was going to tell you is, like, you know, uh, in, in you know, uh, Bristol, Virginia, Tennessee, they got city council and and you know, and a city manager. Okay, the council actually are the ones that decide, and the and the city manager just manages their decisions. Okay, right. now the one thing that um, that every and this is this is common throughout the country. The one place that uh, every uh, uh, county or city or whatever, the one place they always go first to make budget cuts is law enforcement. It's just, I mean, or, you know, and even some to the fire aspect of it. Right. And that's where they go first. And the, and Not, the you know, and the EMTs and stuff. And so, You're, that's yeah. The, yeah. Just, but, too, now just let me like this one just at look, you. You, Okay. You look the, at the it on way, the federal level, where's the first place they want to cut? The military budget. Exactly. Always. Same thing at the yeah, local level. Where's the first place yep. you want to cut? We're going to cut at the police, the fire, and the EMTs. Yep. It's and not so, going to be the city they, manager that says, hey, you know what? We're in know. pretty bad oh, shape. I'm making, a, yeah. I'm making a huge salary. I'm going to take a $5,000 a year cut because, I'm, you know, for whatever reason. He ain't never going to do that because he's getting his hey, right, But are we not getting into the world of... Are we not getting into the world of imaginary money that spending is kind of irrelevant anymore? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, but, we are. Yeah. But let me, this is where, this is also not just financial, but this is where it also can't, it, it would never work is because the way that you police and, and Anchorage, Alaska is not going to be the same way you policed in Big Stone Gap, Virginia. It's not. And if you try to standardize it, it, it's not going to work, you know. Uh, the way you police, uh, you know. Well, the, the interactions LAPD, are different, but the policies well, no, are the same. If you're if you're but, looking but at our policy, main policy is the, poli- the Constitution, yeah, but the, but, the, but the right, but the policies, however, can dictate, you know, um, you know how how you deal with certain things. Okay, and a lot of times now, see, they've tried to do this standardization, Dave, and it's called accreditation right all right bristol tennessee and bristol virginia both were accredited uh um, departments at one time which meant they met a national level of accreditation okay that meant that the same policy that i had because what i'll give you an example one of the guys that came up to uh uh you know look at us was a campus police dude from uh, Austin, Texas. The you know uh, he was a campus uh, police officer there at, at Texas University in Austin, and so 
uh, he rode with me and to see and, and so on and so forth and this that and the other and uh, and so we met the criteria and so the same th- uh, the same thing that our policy said on how we handled domestics was the same thing that you got you know there or you know uh, you know, uh out west you know, because when you made that national accreditation it was one you know but but what was unfortunate is this the national accreditation most of most of these agencies were small you know, uh, and just like, you know, uh, the LAPD, the LAPD, you know, do you really think that they give a crap whether their policy is, is the same thing, uh, you know, that's in Bristol, Tennessee? No. <laughs> you know, I mean, policy at one time in L.A. was uh, on a traffic stop in certain areas, uh, you pulled, you got them out at gunpoint at, at one point in time. Right. And that's the truth. You know, uh, you you got on you got on your uh, uh, speaker and said, "Driver, put your hands out the window." You know, those kinds of things. But do you not think policies could be? I mean, there is a better part. Like, I know you're going to treat people. Well, you shouldn't be treating the people different, whether you're in L.A. or whether you're in Virginia, because the same threat could. you will treat them differently. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But you shouldn't because the likelihood might be higher in one area than the other. But the opportunity uh, is the same for something negative to happen. Just because the country keeps this, getting... This, you're, getting, you're getting a little bit too far afield. The point I was trying to make is that the federal government would be in charge of... Oh, I'm not in every state. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not level. for federalizing not it. The, I'm, I'm just, the most small government the person that you know. I not almost to the point was that you should be all community based, a hundred percent. That's small what I'm saying. Community based, and that's but what I think they would want to get rid of. I just so that think, they can have that control in Washington D.C. themselves, right? Which, just, I mean, I think personally it should be community based, but I don't think well, that's going to work based. because you're going to have moron people running it in the little small well, local communities. Well, well see, community well, just because based, they're David. working for the federal government doesn't make them a more, not, not a moron. Right. Yeah. Can yeah. you see them in charge of the police departments all over the country? No, no, I was I was talking more about the ideology of a one unified system. Right. If it was a hundred percent purely moral for the people. Right. Right. But I understand we're we're a sinful nation. That's never going to happen. Well, see, and that's that's the deal, okay? And, and what's the deal is this: um, there we are flawed as humans, and we have fallacies. Right. And there's going to be uh, bad police officers, just like there are bad doctors, you know, uh, or or bad politicians or bad lawyers. Right. You know, you're going to have a bad seed. And the the thing about it is, too, Dave, this is another problem that nobody ever has really paid attention to or even recognized is the fact that you got two types of individuals that are drawn to law enforcement. And the first one automatically are the alpha males. Alpha males are drawn to that uh, profession. Just it. Okay, but it's the beta males. It's the beta males that are drawn to it because they they you know they they either had their butt kicked their whole life or whatever else, and the gun and the badge is that that hint of authority is their draw. Okay, right. And so and so when you get that type of individual in there. Okay, a lot of t- you know this is what's unfortunate. Uh, you've got a lot of beta males, or and and even beta females 
that's in administrations now in law enforcement. They're the ones making, calling the shots, you know, and, and they should have never been in, in, you know. I mean, a prime example, Randy, is Maynard Rackley. That guy should have never, ever been allowed to be in, in law enforcement. I'm serious. You know, and, and so when you and, and so that's what happens, and then it dilutes everything else. You know, and so right. it's it's you know who's attracted to the profession, uh, and why are they att- attracted to it? You know, and, and so on, and so. Uh, but it all stems back to fallacy. We we are flawed people. You know, and so um, because of that, there's going to be mistakes. And I don't care how much you train. I don't care how much policy you have. And, and, and Dave, too, honestly, what policy is, I don't care where you're at. Policy is to protect the, the entity and, and the, the management. And, yeah. you know, because the accreditation policy that we had, okay, we went from uh, our policy manuals got so much. Uh, you know those big old uh, uh, three ring binders, the big ones. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Okay, we yeah. had two of those, two of those, and they continued. It, it got to the point that uh, we were put. They they would put the policy on on a on a disc because it, it was cheaper than than trying to you know print all that stuff out. Right. And and now you can envision how much policy there. Okay, and so what happens is. It would come into roll call, you would read the policy, and then you would sign the sheet that you read the policy in roll call. 20 minutes. Okay? And so then... Not, if now, you, now, you're if signing you, that piece of paper. They may or may not have explained to you what the policy meant or how it was supposed to be enforced, because at that point in time, they may or may not know. <laughs> but the only thing you're signing off on is the fact that yeah, I read this piece of paper. Exactly. And so when, when and, and what they will do is they'll come back and see all it does was eliminate the vicarious liability of the city and, and the chief of police and, and the, and the uh, supervision and put it back on the individual officer or whomever. OK, right. if you made the mistake, right. uh, uh, well, you, you see, we got your signature right here that you read, said that you saw that you read and understood the policy. Obviously, you didn't. Right. You know, so so that, so what all that does is is uh, it gives you know it, it, it gets manipulative and see that's that's another thing that people uh, don't understand about law enforcement that's that's you know the, it, it's it's a society within a society okay and and I, it is the most backbiting uh, 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 jealous uh, uh, filth you know. Uh, place I've ever worked uh, jealous because you know you could do something or you've done something or you know uh, uh, you know promotions and all this I mean you know but I mean backbiting cowards for the most part that that right. you know you know and, and so you've got the the internal messing with them and then the external messing with them I have no idea why anybody in their right mind would want to be a cop right now nobody right. I, I'm telling you you know and uh, because I mean, Dave, I promise you, at one point, and I know this is getting a little bit off track from what we're talking about, but at one point, I would have rather went to a call that someone had a gun than to go down and have to talk to anybody in the admin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the truth. And so, uh, a lot, of, you know, you say, uh, a lot of stuff that goes on, you know, um, is, is, you know, it's, it's the internal and external. 
workings uh, to drive people crazy. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again, and see you next time. Cause I done seen a lot of shit that I could never talk about